Maybe I'm just like weird. Maybe I'm crunchy. This is the Southern Tea with Lindsay Chrisley. I think it's so funny when you get Christmas cards and all of these people write their children's accomplishments on the back. I don't love them. A Southern girl and a boy mom who's trying to navigate life while staying true to her roots. I am a functioning, non-functioning human being right now. Join Lindsay each week as she swears to spill the tea, the whole tea, and nothing but the tea. That is the tea. Here's Lindsay. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of the Southern Tea. Good morning, Kristen. How are you? Good morning. I'm super excited. It's Thanksgiving week. I can't wait to eat. I can't wait to be off. Enjoy my family. I'm pumped. I also cannot wait to be off. I feel like it's been a long time since I've actually taken an entire week off of work. When was the last time I did that? Oh God. I don't even, you didn't even do it over the summer. No, I think, I don't know. I think Christmas last year. Probably when you were in Disney. Yeah. That's when it was. Because you still recorded from Disney. Oh, correct. I did. Um, (laughs) So I don't really know. I don't know, but I was proud that I was able to wipe an entire week off your schedule. (laughs) Gosh, it feels so good to go into my calendar. You have no idea to go into that and to see like no recordings as much as I love podcasting. Like I literally love it, but to see no recordings, no therapy, which I probably need it, but like still, um, to just be able to solely focus on what I have going on and to focus on Jackson for an entire week and to not have any work obligations and to be able to actually have conversations with people outside of work, it's going to feel really good. Like I can just shoot the shit with you if I want to send you a text about some bullshit while I'm on some champagne. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm really excited because I feel like obviously like all of my stuff is so incestuous at this point, And that's the best way I can describe it. That like <laughs> just personal turn is, is, you know, connected to work. So, so much that it sometimes gets a little crazy, but I'm super pumped to just be like, no one talked to me about work at all. And just like vibe with my friends and my family and eat good food. You know what makes me sad though? It makes me sad that you kill Alexa Caroline, um, all of us like can't come together and do Friendsgiving. Like I wish we all lived closer geographically. Yeah. It's yes. I know what you mean. So that we could just like lay around in sweats, um, and barefoot dreams cardigans with barefoot dreams blankets and Uggs and all the drinks and snacks. Like that would be so freaking nice. We should do like a virtual one. With all of us, like a virtual Friendsgiving. Ooh, that would be fun. Just like a um, a night of shooting the shit and, and yeah. drinking and talking. We could like drink, talk, pick something to watch together all at the same time. I love that. But we also know that I am not the type of person that can multitask. So no, I, know. Yeah. I will just be drinking and talking the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, but I have to tell you. Yeah. So I woke up this morning and – you know, I get help on Fridays. Um, I feel so blessed to be able to have someone come and help me clean on Fridays. And it's like become one of my favorite days of the week, which Sunday, really Friday through Sunday is like my favorite (laughs) days of the week. Um, Probably same for a lot of people. But 
I feel like everything is just so productive on Fridays for me and it feels good. Like I really thrive in an environment um, that is clean. And I don't know if that's just because of the way that I was raised and like having stuff all over the place just like doesn't work well for me. But Mm -hmm. then it triggered me to realize, okay, well, I need to buy like all of my like little sweat outfits and Jordans and like all that for Jackson's basketball season because I am that mom. (laughs) Um, It also triggered me to look at my fingernails and realize that they are so busted and my toes (laughs) are so busted that I need to go to a nail appointment Then that made me look in the mirror when I went to brush my teeth and I was like, oh my gosh, like I need to go and get my brows tinted and waxed. And then I sent Kristen a message a couple of days ago. Actually, it was yesterday, not even a couple days ago. (laughs) And was like, hey, I need you to order my weave because I'm going to be whipping around uh, after November the 23rd. So you're um, going to be even a longer haired Lindsay. I am going to be longer haired Lindsay. They're going to throw some 18s on it. So oh, okay. I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to probably not cut any of the length off. I'm just going to like let it go. I'm so excited. It's been so long um, since I've had extensions. Honestly, the last time that I had extensions in um, was right at the time that I was going to divorce the first time. Oh, wow. Then I went through that like short haircut phase. Like remember that? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And then that was a little vibe. And then now I'm like, okay, I have gone through through the divorce. I've gone through some traumatic things that like not going to really get into all of those. And then now I'm just like, I'm going to put some hair on. I'm going to really take care of myself, um, get my body in shape. Like I said last week, I'm going to put a dump truck on my ass. <laughs> um, it's going to it's gonna be great. So I'm really excited. Outside of that, everyone needs to know that this is a pre-recorded episode um, because we decided to take the week off but still wanted to release content. And it's not that far. It's Friday. Yeah, it's Friday and this is going to air when? Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday and yeah. Coffee Combos is going to air on the same day as Southern Tea this week, yes. right? Yeah, so you're going to get a double dose. Double dose of me, so bless your hearts. Um, I will say going into the holiday, I do feel very emotional um, where I was in the relationship that I was in is no longer where I am now. And so I think that the amount of time that I invested in that relationship, which in the grand scheme of things, because a lot of people are like, well, you know, just be glad that you guys did not have kids together and you weren't married and all of those things. And there wasn't like years and years of investment like before this happened. Like be blessed with knowing that. And as blessed as I feel that those aren't um, factors that are involved, I still feel like Anytime that you're investing in something and you're putting your whole heart into something, it does feel like time lost. And I was very much looking forward as that relationship progressed. I was very much looking forward to the holidays because it is my favorite time of the year. And so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of a little bit emotional. The things that are going on with my parents, um, with court and awaiting sentencing, that has me very emotional as well. Um, mm-hmm. Trying to navigate a little heart 
um, with Jackson and the stuff going on with my parents and then with the breakup and shared holidays, you know, it's, it's a lot. And so I do feel a little stressed, but at the same time, I feel like God's clearing paths for the future. So in that sense, like that's the, the positive that I'm going to take out of it. Yeah. I mean, my heart is obviously going out to you with all the things that you're going through, everything that your family's going through. I can't even imagine, especially coming up on what's supposed to be such a happy time of the year. It's um, bittersweet, obviously. Um, I just, I, I really can't imagine, but I do want to say, like I said last week, like there's a time for opinions. There's a time for support. This would be the time for support, not opinions. Um, I think everybody has opinions about everything and that's okay. I put myself in a situation with the career that I chose, um, to invest my time in that it is a very public career. And so, I have to be understanding of that and also understanding that everyone's not going to agree with me all the time and that's okay. I have to live in my truth. I have to attempt to do the right thing every single day. I have to follow my heart and I also have to follow the guidance of those who are guiding me from a, a, pers- a professional aspect as well, you know, like whether that be my therapist or, you know, Kristen barking at me or, you know, my parents or whatever that is, my siblings. I also, you know, very much take into consideration all of those opinions. So it does feel heavy sometimes when I'm going through these things in my personal life and then getting on here, chatting with you guys about it. And then sometimes feeling like, okay, well, did I make the right decision? Did I not make the right decision? Cause we all go through that. Um, do you say more? Did you not say enough? Did you say too much? You know, um, did you say what you were ready to say? Did you say things before you were done processing them? Like, I think that it all comes into play. I feel like I need all the extra energy that I can get this holiday season. I have probably told you about this before, but I have been drinking spark for years I've been drinking it on and off and got back on this train probably about eight weeks ago and absolutely love it. If you guys have not ever heard of Spark, it is Avocare's best-selling energy drink mix, and it is my go-to for extra energy and focus this time of the year. Actually fixed one right before we started recording. Spark has just the right amount of caffeine that I need for busy days, B vitamins to support my body's natural ability to make and sustain its own energy, and neuroactive ingredients to keep me focused and alert. So many of my friends, you've told me about it. A bunch of my other friends have told me about it actually over the years about Spark. I've never tried it myself, but now I'm going to. I feel like prepping for Thanksgiving (laughs) with so many people coming, I could definitely use the extra extra energy because, you know, hosting is just exhausting. And I think that it is going to be so much easier with the help of Spark. So that way I can focus more and I won't crash in the middle of prepping for all of my guests. It's so easy to just like fix the drink. I will just grab a water bottle. If I have a shaker cup and like have time to like do the ice or whatever and put it in there, it's really good that way. But I keep these in my car 
in my pantry pretty much everywhere. I also have them in my um, toiletry bag for like travel just in case I forget. You guys can grab a bag of Spark for someone on your gift list or you can treat yourself this season when you go to advocare.com backslash Southern Tea. You guys make sure Southern Tea is lowercase so that the code will be applied. You can get 15% off your first order when you shop avocare.com backslash Southern Tea today. And remember, it is all lowercase. I absolutely love country music. I love going to country music concerts. And when I go, I always break out my cowboy boots. Tacovas are honestly the absolute best cowboy boots that I have ever tried. I got myself a special pair. You can wear Tacovas absolutely anywhere. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas actually delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. You can visit tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. So, as a special opportunity, for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas.com. Just use code T at checkout. That's T-E-A. It's about a $30 value and they really sell fast. So there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code T at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas only at Tacovas.com. And I know that... Um... There was a lot of stuff on the Facebook pages and stuff from last week's episode. So um, people were basically saying that the timeline wasn't adding up because I had left off um, on the August 10th incident on last week's episode. And then people were trying to piece together a timeline literally like the FBI, um, (laughs) saying that I hard launched after that. And, um, you know, there, there's a lot that went into that. Uh, we, we did attempt to reconcile, um, from August 10th and Kristen can attest to this. I, I didn't involve anyone in that mess in my personal life until, I was kind of placed in the position to involve people in that mess in my personal life. I was navigating that silently and suffering silently and absolutely devastated, not knowing what to do, knowing how much time that I felt like I I had invested. And it truly felt like more time than it actually was because my heart was so in it that it was a hard thing for me to walk away from initially. And I know that we all have faults and we all um, sometimes show up short. And, you know, I don't know if it was the right thing to stay, if it would have been the right thing to go, it, what the answer would have been. But I also very much thought about the kids and knowing that his kids had met me. Jackson was very involved with him at that time. And, I just felt like, you know, if we could possibly work through this, um, you know, and it was said to me from the other side, if this is something that we can get through, imagine how strong the relationship would be. And I don't know if that was a form of manipulation, gaslighting, um, sincere, you know, I really don't know. Um, but I, I prayed about it and I thought, you know, I should I should attempt to try. And so my birthday was coming up um, 
and fall break was coming up and we had already pre-planned that we were going to Orlando and it had already been said that his youngest daughter was going to go to Orlando with us and we were going to do Disney. And so, you know, I will say uh, ignorance definitely played a part in that. Uh, me turning a blind eye to things that I shouldn't have turned a blind eye to definitely played a part in that. But I really wanted to listen to my heart and I wasn't listening to my head. And so I made the choice for us to go ahead and do the vacation together. Um, and things didn't get better. Um, as much as there was trying and me truly wanting to forgive, I woke up every single day with anxiety wondering, you know, what was going on behind my back and when I wasn't there. And even if nothing was, it doesn't mean that I didn't think that it was. And so at that point, um, have you ever heard the saying, if you're going to be accused of it, you might as well do it? Yep. Uh, My mom kind of lives by that one. So, you know, I had, and I still have thoughts of, you know, what could have transpired after August 10th through our reconciliation attempt. Um, The ex-girlfriend has one totally different story than his story. Um, His story, obviously, very, very different play than hers. Um, Basically, all but said, she has a, a motive and everything that she's basically told you is a lie. And, you know, I kind of lean on, and I learned this from Caroline a bit, like girl code, right? With her being a high school cheerleading coach and Mm -hmm. being a super girls girl, that I find it very hard to believe that someone that also was in a similar situation with me, but different, would truly have a reason to lie about intricate details of things. It's just not logical to believe that. And so I tend to believe, and I can't help but to believe the things that she told me. Um, I don't know her from Adam, you know, so I can't say I'm putting my trust into somebody that I don't know. I'm just saying, you know, uh, chicks before dicks, I guess, is the phrase. (laughs) Well, yeah. And also in that place, you're battling between someone who has broken your trust. Yeah. So immediately knowing that that trust had been broken, I'm automatically going to lean more on the side of the person that I don't really know, but I don't believe would have a reason to lie to me. Um, And so, you know, there was very much an attempt to, to reconcile. And I am still sad. And I don't know how long that sadness will last, but I, I have made a decision um, to fully just work on myself. And, um, you know, he advised me to, to work on myself, which I think is funny and advised me not to, you know, jump into a next relationship, which I also think is a little funny because I had done so much work and you can attest to this, that I had done so much work coming out of my marriage that I felt like I, I waited until I could be in a place to fully take something on wholeheartedly And the damage that's been done in this relationship, um, I don't know how much healing really needs to take place other than I learned a lot of lessons and 
I just move forward. The the healing and the closure is the no communication, right? Well, in this situation, definitely. But also that whole comment is like such a manipulative, controlling thing. Of course, it's going to be like, oh, well, you need help. Oh, for sure. So. Uh, um, that's that's typical too. Um, I Can I ask? I want to ask you something. Yeah. Because I've asked Kale this before after her situations. And now I want to ask you. People assume, I think people's first thing is like, how do they not see this about them? And how do they not see that red flag? Is it that you literally don't see it? Or is it that you see it and you look past it to something else? Um, I think in this situation, I will say, looking back on the entire thing, the first 12 weeks, as I explained, of our relationship, we saw each other every, you know, however many days. And I do believe that there was still something going on with someone else. At that time, I didn't know, you know, if it was maybe like a I'm dating multiple people type of thing. I wasn't in a place at that time with him to ask those questions, right? Okay. Yeah. And so Caroline and I had lots of discussions about, you know, because I I was new to the dating world. I I was with Will prior to dating apps, you know, and so (laughs) – I didn't know, you know, so I didn't really know how to properly date or to have expectations. I think that maybe for me, I kind of had on rose colored glasses and was wanting like this Disney fairy tale of like, okay, I met this guy that I think is super cute and he's, you know, nice to me and he presents well and he has kids and he's been a dad longer than I've been a mom. And you know, seeing all of the hard facts that were like fate right in front of me. And the advice that I was given to Caroline was until you are in a place to where you can really ask the questions, don't. And just watch because if you watch, people will show you. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I did that, but I, I noticed a big turn after the spring break And that's when we, you know, truly became official girlfriend, boyfriend. There were a couple of things that transpired. Um, He was laying in my bed back, I forget what month it was, maybe May. Um, And we're just laying there looking at videos on like Facebook, TikTok, whatever. He's scrolling on his phone. I'm scrolling on my phone. And I look over and at the top – it's the ex-girlfriend texting saying that she misses him. Mm. So at that point, that was like our first big argument because I said, you know, I'm very diligent about this and I'm not having other people, you know, I cut that situation off with Robbie hard. And there were long conversations about why we were no longer going to be in communication and why it was important for us not to be in communication. And both of us have stuck to that. Good. And, you know, to be putting yourself in a situation where you are laying in bed with someone else, that person is supposedly exclusive with you, and you're getting texts like that, that's completely inappropriate. And, you know, I 
I pretty much showed my ass about that. And I said, you know, that's just not appropriate. That's not okay. And if she doesn't know, you need to let her know like what's going on. Because if she's in a situation where she's holding out hope that y'all are going to get back together or reconcile, like you're fully invested in something else. Like you're fully in something else. Right. Um, and so, you know, that argument went on for a couple of days and then I was told that she was blocked. And so at that point, you know, I kind of, I watched and I believed him. I truly did believe him because I know that things are not always cut and dry and things can be messy and life can be messy. And so I truly was just trying not to play it cool or to be cool girl, but essentially to have that outlook. Like I was playing long game, not short. Mm -hmm. And so I guess to like, just really answer the question, I turned a blind eye to a lot of things by trying to play the long game instead of playing the short game and should have addressed a lot of things that I saw early on and pressed those things harder than I did. Okay. It's always just got me because like I know in situations I've been in both where I've just flat out not seen them when I was younger and then where I flat out just seen them and completely just went full steam ahead. For anyway. sure. <laughs> For sure. Like, oh, I can change it. <laughs> Okay, Lindsay, I don't know about you, but I just feel like shopping for gifts gets harder and harder every year for everybody that's on my gift list. And just like, especially older people, like my in-laws and my mom, they just have everything. So I just want to make sure I'm giving them something meaningful and just want them to know how much I love them. I absolutely love gifts that I feel like keep like giving back. I actually have gifted Skylight Frame to my in-laws a couple of years ago. And I think it's cool to gift like grandparents because if they have multiple children that have each have kids, it's nice because they can all send photos to it and it just updates instantly. So they have it in their kitchen and then they just walk by and then we'll randomly like see a new photo pop up. So I think that that is super cool. If you guys have not heard of Skylight Frame, I haven't talked about it in a while, but this is like the perfect holiday gift. Um, It's a photo frame you can upload instantly by email from anywhere. And it's a great way to feel close to those you love even when you're separated from each other. I actually gave this during covid it sets up effortlessly in under 60 seconds. You just plug it in, use the touchscreen to connect to your wireless network and enjoy. And sending photos to Skylight is effortless as well. Everyone in the family can use the app, like I was saying, or you can just email them to Skylight and then they're going to pop up in seconds. Multiple people can send photos to the frame. So it's a great way to keep large networks of friends and families in touch. It has a black frame and a white mat. So it looks like a real photo frame that adds a beautiful touch touch to your home. And now as a special offer, you can get $15 off your purchase of a skylight frame. When you go to skylightframe.com and enter code T that's right to get $15 off your purchase of a skylight frame. Just go to skylightframe.com and enter code T that's S K Y L I G H T F R A M E.com promo code T. 
Lindsay, over the weekend, I was with some of my girlfriends and a lot of like a common theme that I saw going on was women feeling stuck in their current job and looking for a career change. And I've been seeing a ton of that on social media as well. So I think it's something that a lot of women are experiencing together. I agree. I know this is local to me and I also have a very personal connection to Georgia Tech as well. But the Georgia Tech Scheller College of Business full-time MBA program can consistently ranks top 20 in the nation. Scheller's full-time MBA program is ranked number one among top business schools when comparing total tuition costs with average starting salary. In addition to the affordable tuition, Scheller offers many full scholarships and fellowships for women. If you want to discover more about the program, attend one of their full-time MBA webinar information sessions. When you attend an information session, you will receive an application fee waiver. Visit gtmbawomen.com to learn more and see where Scheller MBA will take you. I know that you have some questions to ask me about this because you said that like some things came through, but you know, when I choose to share things, it doesn't mean that I'm going to be able to bring all of those things out at one time when I'm sharing because there are certain things that have been a part of this process that I am still processing. Um, And when I had been pressed so hard and finally had the conversation with Kristen a week prior to last week's recording. Um, Finally had that conversation with her. Like, I feel like I'm ready to at least address the elephant in the room. I shared what I felt comfortable sharing. And I'm sure over time as I move on and as things truly clear out of my path. And as I continue in therapy and gain clarity on things, I'm sure other things will come up over a period of time. It always does. I've been podcasting for what, Kristen, five years? Mm-hmm. Over five years. Yeah, over five years at this point. And so I think that it would be naive to say that I'm going to talk about this one time and then nothing ever in the future is ever going to come up, even if he and I are in no communication with each other. I think that we were a part of each other's lives and, you know, things will come up and I'm going to address those as softly as I possibly can, as respectfully as I possibly can, and, you know, address it as I feel comfortable addressing it. Yeah. And I like, I definitely see like there's certain situations that can occur where you're like, I'm speaking about this one time and one time only. But then there's situations like this that there's, you know, developments, there's things that you're taking away, you're you're in therapy, there's things that you learn and uncover and that all relate back. So, you know, I think that it's not okay for people to expect you to just share something all at one time um, and then get mad when you continue to talk about it, but then they want everything right up front, but then it's just like, it's too many but thens. So, you know be be gentle and just you'll be comfortable sharing when you're comfortable sharing what you're comfortable sharing while also trying to maintain some sense of privacy for the sake of every party involved especially because there's kids involved and they're not young kids they're kids who honestly could listen to this for sure (laughs) so it's just like a lot of moving parts it's not like back in the college days where you could just you know, like throw caution to the wind and out everyone. Like when you could literally just do whatever with zero regard. Um, 
and blast it all on your Facebook status. Yeah, just like it doesn't work. Those were great days, you know, but like it doesn't really work like that anymore. Okay, well, let's get through these questions that you say that have come up a couple of times and then I want to move on from this. Yeah, okay. So a lot of talk about why did you feel the need to stress that you were the girlfriend in this situation? Mainly because I was. Um, I was the girlfriend in the situation at the point of the situation that we were in, if that makes sense. So I was not the girlfriend. Um, at the time he and I started seeing each other, but neither was she. Well, let me back up. She alleges that they celebrated their anniversary in February. I don't know at what point in February that was. So maybe she was a girlfriend in February, but I went on a date with him for the first time ever February the 22nd. So I don't know if it was before. I don't know if it was after, whatever. But she was always the ex-girlfriend. And then she told me on August 10th that she didn't really have a dog in the fight because she wasn't with him. Like sexually, she was with him. It was very clear that she was sexually with him. Um, (laughs) But she was not dating him or regularly seeing him, it was more of like a hookup type of situation. This was happening every couple of weeks. So it was a pattern. Yes. It was a pattern of fuckery that was going on. Um, and, and I want to say that I don't know this to be a fact, but based off of my gut instinct, and we know how I feel about that at this point, mm-hmm. um, I think that this was happening when he and I would get in – arguments or disputes, he would use that Wednesday or whatever day that he wasn't with me of the week to keep that on the hook. If things went south, that that would be the plan. And I mean, I've been told that that was a backup plan. So it's just like, I I just don't understand anybody who does like, not that any type of cheating is okay, but like the one night stand type situation is I think a little bit easier for me to wrap my brain around as opposed to like having to actually basically manage multiple types of relationships because a sexual relationship is a relationship as far as I'm concerned. Well, it creates soul ties. And I, I feel very strongly about that. Um, at any point that you are, you are sexually engaging with someone, you're giving them a piece of you that you can't get back. And so whether it was just a hookup and just a sexual release for whatever reason, um, you know, knowing that this person was in fact a, a backup plan, uh, a said backup plan. I think that's why it was easy for me to be like, I was the girlfriend in the situation because I legitimately was, he said I was, she identified that I was, and I knew that I was. Um, so that's the simple answer to that. Wouldn't just when I ask this, wouldn't it have just been so much easier for like he has hands, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, just just clarifying. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Now people ask, did he go back to his ex girlfriend? No, no. Um. There's some dispute on August 11th. Things that transpired, she claims, and he claims differently. Um, outside of that, no. And I know this because I also had access to things that, and I'm not going to go into full detail about it, 
but I had access to things to know like where he was and even when he was at home, if someone was there. So I know that he wasn't going anywhere with her or to her place or she was coming to his place. So, um, yeah, he did not go back to the ex-girlfriend. Okay. Um, so this one is from, so you talked about this last week for Southern Tea. Then you talked a little bit about it with Kale on the episode that released Thursday for coffee combos. Um, and Kale was talking about breadcrumbing and people said they felt like you had an aha moment on coffee combos with Kale when she was talking to you about breadcrumbing. So do you feel like you did? I definitely feel like I did. And it, it made a lot of sense to me and why I was in the place that I was in. And I think that it was a, um, I do feel like breadcrumbing is a manipulation tactic in a way, Mm -hmm. um, a control tactic to try to get you invested because I wasn't entertaining anything else. Right. So my investment was solely in to that. And when we were seeing each other, meanwhile, he was invested in something else and then invested in me. So it was easy for someone to breadcrumb when their time is occupied somewhere else. And then when it's not, you know, then they're giving me what they have. Yeah. When I had everything to give. Yeah. Because I I felt the same way. So I definitely was like, oh, yeah, I think she – I think Kale just hit that right on the head. Oh, she for sure did. (laughs) Kale – tends to do that in a lot of um, areas of life. When she when she wants to drive something home, she really knows how to get it get on in there. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Lindsay, over the weekend I was with some of my girlfriends and a lot of like a common theme that I saw going on was women feeling stuck in their current job and looking for a career change. And I've been seeing a ton of that on social media as well. So I think it's something that a lot of women are experiencing together. I agree. I know this is local to me. And I also have a very personal connection to Georgia Tech as well. But the Georgia Tech Scheller College of Business full-time MBA program consistently ranks top 20 in the nation. Scheller's full-time MBA program is ranked number one among top business schools when comparing total tuition costs with average starting salary. In addition to the affordable tuition, Scheller offers many full scholarships and fellowships for women. If you want to discover more about the program, attend one of their full-time MBA webinar information sessions. When you attend an information session, you will receive an application fee waiver. Visit gtmbawomen.com to learn more and see where Scheller MBA will take you. <laughs> um, okay. So the last question I had was, and this was brought up a lot. What are your thoughts on him raising daughters while doing this to you? I don't want to speak too much on his parenting because I have never seen him do something parenting wise that I felt was, um, not correct or proper. Um, I think that when you are time sharing and they have a, a mother that is very involved in their life, um, even when he has them, she's very involved. So I think when you're time sharing and he has his kids, the minimal amount of time that he does, it's easy to get in that habit of living a double life. So when you have your kids, you're full on parent mode. And then when you don't, you can kind of escape from that and just essentially do whatever you want to do. So I think 
he wasn't exposing them to the sense of he had me around them and her around them at the same time. There was a period of time between us that he did that. Um, so I would say out of anything, the kids were considered out of the whole situation. And he was very methodical in the way that he had me around them and her around them. And that hard stop when I believe the last time she saw them was that May date when we got back from the beach. And then I didn't meet them until over the summer. So like as part of, you know, what transpired, did you, and maybe this isn't even something that comes into play for you, but I, this is something that a lot of people were talking about in the Facebook groups. Uh, did you ever say to him, like, what if someone did this to your daughters? Of course. I think that's a natural reaction, um, whether it be out of anger or um, sadness. I think that a natural thing to, to say is that. Um, and I did ask him that. And I think that there was a lot of self-reflection that went on when when asking him that because he does have two daughters that this very well could happen to them as well. And um, my parents very much live by, you know, what you do, you will um, reap the consequences of that or whatever in your own children. And so... like reaping what you sow. Yeah. Um, So, you know, there was a lot of conversation around that. and, And, you know, I don't have any doubts that he put so much um, effort into those relationships with his kids. And, you know, I will never bash him on that front because what I've seen, I can't, I can't say, you know, anything negative about that. So do you feel like, and this is not even directed towards him, just the situation. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like that's kind of hypocritical for someone who is, you know, for a man who's raising daughters who cheats on his wife or a woman who's raising sons that cheats on her husband? Like, do you feel like that's a little hypocritical to like, it's not okay if it happens to my kid, but I'm doing it to someone else's? I mean, I think a lot of people just recklessly live and they don't think that deeply into anything. I think that's a big part of the problem. Yeah, it's, you know, this instant satisfaction and gratification life that majority of us live in some capacity. Um, you just can't get in a habit of doing that in relationships. And, you know, I, I would say, yes, it is, it is hypocritical, but I don't know. I don't know if there was that much thought that was truly put into it. I don't think, I don't think that he would have possibly sat down and said, you know, if I'm doing this, then this is, you know, what's going to happen. And this is how this person's going to be affected. It, if I thought that he had sat down and done that much thinking and it wasn't reckless, there would be a bigger problem at hand. Because at the point that you acknowledge that you sat down, you weighed all of the options and still chose to do what you did, knowing the people that you hurt, um, that's a whole different conversation, a bigger issue. Well, if there's one takeaway from today, like let's everyone work on being mindful of the decisions we make and all of those who those decisions affect. (laughs) Correct. Correct. (laughs) I know we had a little um, weekly tea and we can get into that. I'm actually going to let you read them. 
Okay, this is a uh, this is our favorite. This is the Thanksgiving edition of Weekly Tea. So hopefully this doesn't happen at your Thanksgivings, but if it does, please tell us because <laughs> we want to know. <laughs> <laughs> so this one says holidays are always interesting at my grandmother's house because most of us are well civilized, with the exception of a few. We will call them Sally, a 32-year-old lazy subpar member of society. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sheesh. And Jill, a 50-year-old dumb ex-drug user that carries around a small dog. <laughs> Last year, Sally fell asleep after Thanksgiving lunch. Jill decided it was time to leave, so she got in her car and put her car in reverse. Not sure why, because there was plenty of room to get out of the circular oh, drive. Slammed on the gas pedal and ended up on top of the hood of Sally's car. <laughs> <laughs> Jill hit her head on the steering wheel on impact and in a panic turned on her windshield wipers. <laughs> my grandmother said, what in the world are you doing? Jill said, I didn't do anything as if my grandmother wasn't standing 15 feet away witnessing what just happened. <laughs> Jill put her car in drive and took off like nothing happened. Meanwhile, Sally is still asleep on the couch. My grandmother told my uncle what happened and said she could go get Jill's insurance information to give to Sally. My uncle said, nah, it'll be all right, knowing that Sally is a subpar member of society. To this day, Sally does not know about this incident. Love listening to all of y'all's podcasts. Okay, first of all, <laughs> this poses a huge question because I have always thought of this like on various holidays when there's like lots of cars involved. How many <laughs> auto accidents actually happen when a bunch of idiot family members get together? I don't know, especially with like booze and like fried turkey and yeah. stuff. Like, oh god, I don't know. I'm also, Dang. I'm also glad that Sally and Jill like are not part of my family Thanksgiving. <laughs> Clearly, this person wishes they weren't just by the descriptions of the two individuals. I would love for everybody to let me know if you've ever been in an accident and hit a family member at a family <laughs> holiday. Yeah, please, please tell us. Um, the last one was very short. That was, you know, I found it says when I was a little kid, I was asked to say the prayer or no back up. When I was a little kid, I asked to say the prayer. It was a big honor to get to say it. My family was notorious for fighting. So I said my little prayer all nice and cute. And then I ended it with a smart ass. God, please let my family act normal today and not fight before I could even blink. My German grandmother slapped me across <gasps> the face really hard, which pissed my mother off. Lots of yelling. And we left. <laughs> Okay, I wonder also how often family arguments happen. Oh, frequently. During holidays because here's the thing. Like if you're doing like immediate family that you're with, and when I say immediate, like still like immediate extended though. So it's like your parents, your siblings, like whatever. Um, outside of that, when you're involving extended family that you don't like regularly see except like once or twice a year because we all have those. I wonder how often like those people fight because you have like the makeup of basically like immediate family, right? And so like you're all going to be like close and like inside jokes and you're regularly seeing each other. But the others that are coming in are kind of like outsiders and it's kind of awkward, but it's kind of cool. Um, it's always just been like an awkward vibe to me. I'm just like, can it just like be my parents and my siblings? Like, <laughs> I have – 13 people coming to my house, 13 adults and two children. No, ma'am. Um, coming to my house and we are hosting Thanksgiving. And I can tell you right off the bat, probably of three arguments that are going to ensue within the first hour of Thanksgiving. See, and that's, 
specifically why no one's ever coming to my house. You're like, this is why I don't host. On that note, I think that I am going to try to make all of my appointments as soon as I hang up with you. I've got to wash the dog because, you know, she likes to get dirty every single day. Um, Vomited in my bed a second time. Oh, no. So we're doing really well. Um, And also going to pick Jackson up from school. And it's really cold here. So I think we're going to maybe do some soup for dinner and snuggle up on the couch and maybe watch Home Alone. Very nice. I am, you know, going to be prepping my little life away for the 13 adults and two children coming to my house for Thanksgiving. I'm glad I'm not you. Um, I hope that you guys all have a fantastic Thanksgiving. I hope that you enjoy all of the food, all of the festivities, all of the happiness, all of the arguing. Um, And we will be back next week with all new episodes. If you guys have not subscribed to the show, you can do that by searching the Purple Podcast app, type in the Southern Tea, click subscribe, click the fifth star and leave us a written review. You can also find us on Spotify and always first at Podcast One. Hope you guys have a great week and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hi guys, I'm Teresa Judice and you know me from the Real Housewives in New Jersey. And now you'll know me from my new podcast, Namaste Bitches, with my co-host, Melissa Feaster. What's up, you guys? I'm Melissa Feaster, and Teresa and I are talking about everything. Love, life, relationships, yes, sex, food, and family. We are getting into it all. It's a real look at my life when the cameras aren't rolling. But don't worry, we'll be talking about all that TV stuff too. So follow, rate, and review Namaste Bitches now at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Lindsay, over the weekend, I was with some of my girlfriends and a lot of like a common theme that I saw going on was women feeling stuck in their current job and looking for a career change. And I've been seeing a ton of that on social media as well. So I think it's something that a lot of women are experiencing together. I agree. I know this is local to me and I also have a very personal connection to Georgia Tech as well. But the Georgia Tech Scheller College of Business full-time MBA program can consistently ranks top 20 in the nation. Scheller's full-time MBA program is ranked number one among top business schools when comparing total tuition costs with average starting salary. In addition to the affordable tuition, Scheller offers many full scholarships and fellowships for women. If you want to discover more about the program, attend one of their full-time MBA webinar information sessions. When you attend an information session, you will receive an application fee waiver. Visit gtmbawomen.com to learn more and see where Scheller MBA will take you.